Where is our son? Carla said. She turned back to Atreus, all the color draining from her face. Atreus's eyes darted across the hotel room. He dashed over to the heavy drapes and pulled them back. A flicker of hope ignited in his chest, then died as he flung them to the walls to reveal the bare blackness of night and the lights of the London skyline. No Dios. Dios? Carla called out. She hurried to the bathroom, and her eyes were assaulted by the empty whiteness. Its gleaming luxury tiles that she had admired just hours before were now oppressively bright and meaningless. He's not in the bathroom. Atreus snatched up the telephone by the bed and hit zero. Good night, Recep. Where is Goethe? he demanded. He watched Carla as she got down on her knees and looked under the bed. Goethe finished her shift thirty minutes ago, the receptionist said. Where's my son? She was supposed to be caring for him. Give me her number. I'm afraid it's against our policy to give out staff. Atreus's cell phone buzzed in his pocket. He slammed down the hotel phone and picked up the call. Unknown caller, the screen said. Atreus Costas, a deep voice said from the other end of the line. Yes, I know where your son is, the voice said. But before I go any further, I need you to make a promise. Anything, Atreus said, stunned. You will not tell Carla, the police, or anything else about this call, the voice said. Do you agree? How does this guy know about Carla? The first person that came to mind was Brian, Carla's vengeful ex-boyfriend. What if I don't, Atreus said. Then Dios dies, the voice said. Adrenaline bolted through Atreus's veins. What do you want from me, money? I'll give you however much you want, anything. What I want is for you to follow my instructions, said the voice. If you follow them exactly, Dios will be released to you. If you make even one deviation, you will never see your son again. Do everything I tell you to do, nothing else. Do you understand? Yes, said Atreus. He glanced over at Carla, terrified by what was to come. Good, the voice said. First, call Carla to you and tell her that you need to talk. Atreus swallowed. Carla? She looked back at him as she made her fifth sweep through the wardrobe, fear in her eyes. Yes? Come here, please, he said. I need to talk to you. That's it, the voice sneered. Carla came over to him. Who is it, she said. Who's on the phone? Tell her it's Serene. It's Serene, my darling, Atreus said. Nothing to worry about. The voice at the end of the phone filled with rage. I didn't tell you to call her darling. With his loss of control, Atreus could easily identify the caller as Brian. In the moment that followed, Carla looked at Atreus with wide, searching eyes. His heart ached to have to deceive her, but he vowed to himself that he would straighten everything out once he had Dios safely back in his arms. He would make it up to her for the rest of his life if he had to. Tell her to sit on the bed. Sit on the bed, said Atreus. Atreus, what's going on? Carla asked. Please, he said. She sighed and did as he said. Don't you think we should be out there looking for deals? Tell her to look under the pillow. Look under the pillow, Atreus repeated. Carla did as he was asked and found a letter. Her eyes scanned over it. What is this? Now, without another word, go into the bathroom and lock the door, Brian said.
What? Atreus heard Dio's whine in the background, and it felt like his heart might drop out of his chest. Do it, Brian screamed. Atreus hurried into the bathroom and twisted the lock behind him.